Welcome back to Anu Giant, the Giant Contraband Robot. I have to make sure I use the article every time we say the Giant Contraband Robot because I don't want to get sued <laughs> in the eventuality that this podcast will get monetized. Anamanaguchi! <laughs> I know, I love the band, but I'm like, like seriously, there are other rock bands out there with title songs as their names of their bands. <laughs> And there's bands with books um, of mice and men. It's named after a book. I so, don't think the person would be able to sue them now, though. Yeah, because right? that, that person's long gone to dead. So. <laughs> but still. Creative Commons. I'm your host, Desi Desev, Desi Robinson. Desmond Robinson, if you want to use my government name. <laughs> with my co-host, Christian Ventura, the Demon Llama. Or What's Damon up? Llama. Damon Llama. What's up, guys? <laughs> and returning to podcasting for this one episode, maybe more, maybe, is up to him. Mauricio Rodriguez. What up, Mal? Hello. It's been a while. And to our hardcore listeners who follows uh, follows me, it has been a while for you. For those who don't know you, <laughs> welcome. I'm Mauricio. Uh, I'm Mauricio Rodriguez. I used to be part of uh, Nerds Against the World when that was like th- when that was a thing. Yep, when it was. A thing. And uh, yeah, we was in the discussions of having merch. We was in that deep. We was thinking about having merch. Damn. Yep. Yeah. I barely caught on, we on the very last cusp of that. Yep. Only reason why, because our boss was like, oh, he has a podcast that's named This, This, and This. I'm like, you can just shut up. In my head, I'm just saying, you can just shut up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I was not going to straight up tell our former boss, you can just shut up. On the off chance she listens, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about that right now, too. I'm like, what if she actually you know, hears this? You know what? <laughs> There's a good chance she won't hear this, but she will hear the radio show. Ah, there you go. So I'm f- I'm I'm safe for now. For now. For now, I'm safe. Who knows? Safety maybe pending. like maybe like in 15 years, maybe. You know? Who knows? She you never know when obsession yeah, might set in. Her niece, though. Mm, ah. In 15 years, maybe. That depends on if nerds against if um I was about to say nerds against the world. Fucking mouth. Damn it. Well, if you want right now, you can have a Kill Bill moment. You know, like when she fucking kills uh, what's her name? Cottonmouth. Oh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna get killed by the bride. No, no, no! You are the bride, and then when the what she tells her daughter, mm. it's like when you grow up, you can come find me. Whatever, like take your time. Mm. <laughs> I don't need that. I don't need that looming over my head. Okay, <laughs> was so it, what was that? Wasn't Cottonmouth Lucy Lou? Was that Cottonmouth? No, no. no. Lucy Lou was um part of the eighty eights. No, but she had her right. Own but they all they all had like they snake called, names. Yeah. Oh, you know what? No, you're right. She, the, who I'm thinking of is Copperhead. There you go. Copperhead was um I think Vivica Fox. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Damn, it's been a while since I've seen Kill Bill. They're taking it off of Netflix soon, right? Are they? Oh, damn! I gotta watch take, them. Again, and then. they're taking Pulp Fiction off of yep. uh, um Netflix, and Dark Crystal, and even though the Dark Crystal ser- the sequel series prequel series is on netflix i have no idea why they did that or they're gonna do that, that. Is so stupid maybe it's a thing with henson company or probably something? it's probably the jim henson well they they took out a few episodes of uh black mirror didn't they they did i, I, I think would, so I, the I other day i was trying to watch like the first season and there were a few episodes that were not showing they were just simply not showing Hmm. I've never seen one episode of Black Mirror. Oh my God, Des! <laughs> I have no. I mean, the the latest the latest couple seasons have been kind of meh, but the first like three seasons they are insanely good. They are like the best existential horror that is not actual horror that you can watch on TV. Here, here's, those... But here's here's the thing, in the history of these podcasts we've done, and the history of as long as us of uh, us been friends, have ever once mentioned anything about horror? I gave an inkling that I like anything horror-wise. 
<laughs> no. The extent I mean, I'm... My, here's the extent of my horror is the first um, Nightmare on Elm Street, the very first Halloween, the very first Friday the 13th, and The Thing. That's it. If I'm going to watch anything horror-related re- on repeat, Drag Me to Hell, <laughs> The Thing, um, and um, Happy Death Day. And the I, Evil Dead in the Evil Dead franchise. Oh, okay. That is it. <laughs> I'm not, you saying I'm, you implying I'm scared? <laughs> I, l- listen, I am a little girl when it comes to horror stuff. Like, I, I can't watch horror. I don't like horror. But what, when I mean existential horror in, in, in terms of Black Mirror, it's just uh, it's, it's society taken to its extremes. And it's just extremely interesting. And it's pretty great. <sighs> Did you and like the Twilight Zone at all? No, I don't like Twilight Zone. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of Twilight Zone. I I would say I, I would say I do like um, Tales of the Crypt. That's something. Which is <laughs> which is, but here's the thing though. I like the fact that the Crypt Keeper is just like so fucking. That's the only reason why I like the Tales of the Crypt is because the Crypt Keeper. Okay. Hmm. I, 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 I like and. In a way, I like sarcastic asshole hosts, and he's and obviously I'm a sarcastic asshole host myself. <laughs> so, are you sure? I can be nice. I never got that feeling. <laughs> we have been getting compliments, though. I have a good. Apparently, I have a good radio voice. Yes, yes, I've been told that. Which I'm, I'm, I'm. That is high praise. Um. But let's let's start off how we normally start off. There is no housekeeping for this week, um, the week of the seventh, December seventh. There is no housekeeping. Um, there's no big events. The last big event we talked about is happening February second in downtown Los Angeles at uh, Museum of Contemporary Art with artist Devin Suna. But as of uh, this week, there is no um, no big art news or nothing that's going on. Um, actually, no, no. Wait, wait. Let me check my schedule. <laughs> let me make sure. Let me make sure I do. I do do write down on my schedule. Well, <laughs> no, there is actually nothing going on this week. Um, there will more likely be something um, coming up during the week of the fourteenth, December um, between December eighth and the fourteenth. But as of this week, no. Um, news wise, there's with the year coming close to an end in about three weeks. I know, only three weeks. Wow, it feels like it's flying by. Um, there's nothing really going on in terms of news. Um, you have a lot of podcasts, a lot of YouTube channels um, talking about their top um, top ten of the decade from 2009 to 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, you have people doing their top ten of the year, their top ten movies. It would be movies, games, comic books, or TV. Um Everybody's sharing their Spotify lists for some reason, though. Yeah. <laughs> um, that would probably be something we'll do next week. Okay. Uh, we're getting closer or closer to the end of the year, um, which is fast approaching. Um, so far, the bits and pieces that happened this week is, I would say, it's worthy to talk about. We, this is going to be a shoot the shit episode. Because I know last week was going to say we was going to talk about um, our Star Trek um Casting. Oh yeah, our dream castings. Our dream casting. I want to put. I'm gonna once again push that, <laughs> um, because that will take up longer. I have a feeling that's just gonna become an oncoming theme. 
like you just, hey, so remember how we told you two weeks ago we were going to do the Star Trek fan casting? Yeah, we're going to push that to like two months from now. But here's the thing, though. <laughs> on the radio show, we on the Night Owl, which you can listen to on Spotify and iTunes, make sure on KDHR and KDHR.net, look for the Night Owl show and listen to us talk about random topics as well listen to some music that you can actually request just follow me at desi the sip on twitter and instagram shoot me a dm and just tell me what you want played and i'll play it so far we've been playing what we want to hear except for la provesca yeah that was an actual fan request and that actually ended up being really cool i i wanted to check out a lot more of their stuff after that yeah i was like i normally don't listen to um which is I say I like to listen to everything, but hearing the Mexican ska band, mm-hmm. that, I like that shit. That was that was actually yeah. that was a good request. We actually got a new requests for um, our show coming up this uh, Wednesday. Oh great! Um, hopefully it'll be up. KDHR will have it up by the twelfth, thirteenth, so, the latest. Stay tuned for that. Mark your calendars. Five days from now, right? Yep. <laughs> but I want to talk about Borderlands. It came out this past. I want to say October. Wait a minute, are you transitioning that just because it was a Mexican ska band? Now you want to talk about the border? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Why you got to talk about my land, bro? <laughs> we all know California is really part of Mexico. And then Miami and Florida is really part of the Dominican Republic and Puerto Rico. We all know that. And Cuba, by extension. Oye, Chico. Yeah, well, but it's not our fault we built it. Yes. <laughs> but Borderlands 3 came out, I want to, um, if I remember, this past October. And I am superly disappointed with the game overall. Now, it's the same. Now, here's the thing. It's not gameplay because it's the same formula they've been using since Borderlands 1. For me, it is story element. Um, it's more of the story and character and characterizations of all the characters. Yes, you want your characters to grow over each game, like Mass Effect, like Dragon Age. Um, Gears of War is a good um, example of characters growing over time. Um, Call of Duty, in a way? Uh, If you you follow a specific storyline. Before Modern Warfare that just came out recently. Mm -hmm. Because they're talking... And that's why I I hate they rebooted Modern Warfare. Mm -hmm. You're setting it in this... I think they're setting it in this time. Yeah. But you're getting um, that's soap. Uh, what's his name? Captain Price. Captain Price. Yeah. But I literally just finished the story yesterday. But you're putting Captain Price in 2019. But this that means Modern Warfare. They you know what the fuck Infinity so, War just um, um, Activision technically just did. They pulled a fucking X Men. Yeah. No. 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 It really is like that. I just okay. So how far? How long has it been? Can I already spoil it? Spoil what? Spoil, like the, the story you, ending here, of Modern here's, Warfare. Here's the thing, Mal. Do you really give a fuck about Call of Duty Modern Warfare? Oh, I give... Uh, let me count. Hold on. I have some... Uh, wait. Wait in my pocket. Uh, let me see. Wait. Nah, I spent my last fuck this afternoon. Alright, his last <laughs> fuck has been spent. Go ahead, Mal. I mean, go ahead, Mal. I mean, yeah. God damn it. Go ahead, Christian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so basically, it's like... It really is... Like how they're rebooting the X-Men shit. Because by the end of Modern Warfare... Okay, spoiler from this point on. By the end of Modern Warfare, you really already see... It ends with Captain McTavish... Or, yeah, not not McTavish, fucking Price. It ends with him putting together the team that you first meet in the original Modern Warfare. So it's like literally him like requesting specific people, all the people on the original, including Soap from the original. 
Yeah, I see. I seen. I was looking at um a YouTube video that had like everything mm-hmm. on um like all the cutscenes, and I saw Soap's name pop up, and I was like, and Ghost as well. Yeah, yeah, and they bring up Ghost too because it's like they 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 you can tell it's like. They gave Price a new backstory, and they kind of only in the last moments rewrote specific things of what happened. So it's like in the in the original Modern Warfare, you you play a specific mission where you're Captain Price, and you take out or not take out, but you think you kill Imran Zakayev, which is the main bad guy of the original one. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of the new Modern Warfare, the current one, they're talking about how you did do that, but. Techni- I mean, in this rewritten version, he actually died, and then the person that you're going to go after in the next game is his son. But in the original Modern Warfare, there is also a, 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 a mission where you chase his son, and his son actually kills himself. So it's like they're rewriting it. Pu- they're rewriting it in the prequel before you actually reach that point. So the next game seems like it's going to be you're hunting down uh, Zakayev's son, but with all the original characters from the first one. But they're rewriting wait. the history of what actually happens. So wait, Modern Warfare has an actual storyline? Yeah, it does. <laughs> <laughs> the way I, you sound so fucking like, surprised about that. Modern Warfare I mean, who who'd have thunk? Story. Honestly. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? It's like the weirdest shit. Like, when, since when? <laughs> Here's the. <laughs> quite, quite honestly, I have I haven't played a Call of Duty. Since the PS2 era, maybe. Yeah, that's fine. Wait, no, I'm sorry. I'm thinking Medal of Honor. <laughs> See? No, the last Call of Duty that I played was Call of Duty 2 on my iMac. Oh, wow. Over 15 years ago, probably. Believe, believe it or not, 2 had a story, too. No, I'm just joking. It did. I actually enjoyed that game. Back then, man, back then, first person shooters were the shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was like a brand new type of uh, uh, gameplay at the time. Yeah, they like they they wanted to take risks. They they were experimenting. They were doing like new shit. They were you know. Yeah. It hadn't become whatever the fuck it is right now. Yeah, honestly, like I I have not enjoyed shooters for a long time, but Modern Warfare got me. It really did. Like, really, I, no shooter? Like yeah, not even I, I don't know the Outer Worlds. Uh, well, okay, Outer Worlds, yeah, but I mean, I haven't done like a like a like a focus shooter is what I'll call it, like a Call of Duty or like a Battlefield or Medal of Honor or Bad Company, something like that. You know, what I mean? right? Like, like a straight up shooter, yeah. in, in that sense. Yeah, exactly. Because uh, the last shooter that I played before that was like Halo Five. Hmm. And I and I'm a huge Halo fanboy. But, oh, uh, man. but Me I haven't. Too. But I haven't. Um, but I haven't been able to do anything since Five came out, and then it's like I, I've been playing multiplayer, and it's fun. But I, I kind of lost that like contingency or like that that want to play it. And then yeah. um, I was at work the other day, and someone from work actually got me into the mobile version. And I didn't think I'd like mm. the mobile game either because I was just like, oh man, like really a shooter on my phone? I hadn't tried one. But they told me that the controls got a lot better. I was like, fuck it, why not? So I downloaded it, and I actually started playing it a lot. And I was like, it honestly kind of got me and i was like yeah, ah fuck it i'm gonna try the new game but the but it actually has been a really fun experience as far as the game's going and i started the multiplayer today and that's been actually going pretty well with the seasons i prefer that style because they actually changed the way the multiplayer is and surprisingly <laughs> it plays slower than the other games but i like hmm. it because 
you're playing slower because they actually put a little bit more detail into how the mechanics work and they made it a little bit more streamlined as far as how it actually feels like there's a there's a realism mode that's actually so far the funnest way i've ever played a shooter online where you have basically no hud basically nothing <laughs> like it's just like and I, I play a lot of paintball so uh, i i'm used to like in real life actually counting my ammunition and actually like trying to be wary of where people are right because there's no radar in real life or nothing like that so in uh in call of duty realism mode it's actually very much like that no radar no hud you don't even know how many bullets you have unless you are already familiar with what you have and you count it yourself Hmm. and it's a lot more dependent on like listening to your environment and actually like trying to hear footsteps of other people and then call outs from uh characters when they spot people in the distance so it's actually um a little bit more uh intense like there's not many people running around and just like fucking you up like the second they jump off of a wall there's not even any wall running or anything like that with the you know advanced and infinite warfare or anything like that it's it's a lot more strategy based are you are you an arma guy uh i i tried arma i did enjoy it but at the time like i was a little younger and i didn't want to put as much time into like uh actually learning all the controls but i did enjoy Mm -hmm. like the 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 fact that everything was very on you (laughs) you know yeah yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I did enjoy it for what it was, but I played, I played Arma more than anything because of the original DayZ mods. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. To get back I, on track. I got into the phrase. Uh-huh. <laughs> to get back on track on Borderlands. That's been, that's been my COD rant, or not I, rant, but tangent. Rant. I should have never mentioned the word X-Men timeline at all. Yeah. <laughs> that's the thing. X-Men is now banned from this podcast until Mar- M- the MCU does anything otherwise. <laughs> um, I'm not even going to talk, I'm, I'm oh, talk about the comic books. Just, ugh, ugh, ugh. Oh, they gotten bad? Here's, here's the thing. If I say they gotten bad, I'll look like the shitty fanboy. The, oh everyone is loving what um, Jonathan Hickman is doing on these X-Men books. And I have mentioned before, I'm not a big fan of the direction that they're going with. It's it's like DC focusing a lot on their villains in terms of films. Hmm. And you have, I understand the X-Men needs to be, the mutant population has to be together. But the fact that you have art villains who has directly have done horrible things to the X-Men, not working with the fucking X-Men, hmm. that, don't sit, that don't, on a story, story standpoint with me, don't sit well. <laughs> I'm the type of person I remember what you did, but I'm not gonna forgive. I'm not gonna. I'm never gonna forgive and forget. So <laughs> fuck that shit. Um, and this will go with fucking Borland, and this goes correlates back to Borlands. There's story elements that they did in Borlands two that you want to carry over into Borlands three. It's like none of that shit is none of it. None of it. Con- it connects, but not like wh- where you want it to connect. It's more like a callback more than an actual direct uh, story reference. Yeah. Um, mm. Roland, who died in Borderlands, if you haven't played Borderlands two, man, that's on you. That's like close to this is like close to five years <laughs> since Borderlands two. Um, Roland died. Mordecai's bird. Um, um, Bloodwing has um, died, which is to be emotional over a fucking bird. <laughs> but still, it was just. But it's it's still with the fact that I can say Handsome Jack is one of the greatest video game villains in history. Oh fuck yeah! <laughs> and it's just the the shit that he's that he's done throughout that game makes you like, all right. I hope the villains, the villain or villains for the um, third game, will be just as epic as this. Mm-hmm. No, it's not. 
Really? The two siblings who want to be famous stars, I, I, I really don't get what they're trying to be. And I played the game, and I really do not get it. Like, I don't. And I looked at it, I was like, when I got tired of it, I played, um, I just, like, I just played YouTube videos of people playing it and passing it. And it's like, I still don't get what are they, like, what are they about? Like, like what is their fucking motivation? Aren't they, like, uh, I heard that they're, like, fucking Zoomers or some shit yeah, like that. A representation of what uh, kids are today. Oh, yeah. God. I think that's what they're supposed to be. And I'm like, I don't need that in my fucking video games. I want to be transported into, that's probably why I don't like Borderlands 3. Mm. I'm like, there is certain, I get, and I hate like doing that to people but if there's a person who acts like a s- specific way i'm going to stay away from that person i will be cordial if they if they talk to me i'll talk to them back because it would be disrespectful if i'm not responding to someone talking to me mm-hmm. but if this is a video game that's doing putting what's happening especially something that's make-believe as mm-hmm. borderlands now if this was something like watchdogs but watch watch dogs and watchdogs 2 which takes place in a fictional world like ours Mm-hmm. happening at the, at, the, at the in real time i will understand it i will try to get through it because this is something that's going on in our society but if you go on doing something in our society and you put it into a fantastical sense and you put it into a game that you're supposed to like no like um oh fuck this is a siren i forgot her name uh maya mm-hmm. the that, blue one um yeah with the blue hair yeah i thought uh, that was Liv. the the golf um <laughs> the golf siren pretty much yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, those are who like who the fuck is Maya the Goth? Sorry, better yet, the reason why nobody don't remember is she got killed off in Borderlands Three. Wait, guess, Maya Maya dies in Borderlands Three? And guess by who, guess guess um guess indirectly by who? By her, her own fucking kid. What? Yes, do her does her child refl- um, reflect and learn from that? No, mm. she's still a petulant jackass who's like, oh, it was her own fault. Motherfucker, you the reason why your fucking mother died. I'm like, no, I can't, no, like, no, I can't. I was like, no, this is like, no, no. And then character, you, you expect to be like this whole big team up at the end of the game. No, it's just you, this rando motherfucker. By the way, spoiler running for Borderlands 3. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> All right, I mean, running. I just, I just learned that first, Maya has a, a child and second that she dies. And here's so the yeah. And here's the thing. You don't know who the fucking father is. You still, you have to, and this is what I hate about Borderlands in general. You have to look for those fucking tapes. Um, those either is either is it audio or the text files. Look for them so you can add more to the story so you can know what the hell's going on. Hmm. I hated that since day one. I still hate it going close to ten years later. <laughs> I even hate it when Destiny did. You know, Destiny is the worst offender. Yeah, that's they true. want you to play the game and go on their fucking website to know the story of the game. And on top of that, it's like you have to unlock it by doing like menial shit in the game. Yeah, so you know what? Fuck <laughs> Gearbox. <laughs> and fuck um, Bungie on on those fronts. God, here's the thing. I like when games like uh, all right. I know I'm pretty much sucking the cock that is Dragon Age by this point. <laughs> <laughs> Dragon Age, all of its in like all of its story content, it's in the game. Anything that takes place outside of the game, like certain lores on certain people, if you really want to know about it, it's in the game. Yeah, it's extended universe. It's there. If you if you don't want to go through the game to look at the um the lore of the character of the book that you found or a card or anything or a note that you found, you can go online and discover it yourself. Yeah, that's what I'm still stuck in the cocktail. It's Bioware. <laughs> Bioware gives you the option to do so. I feel. Man, it seems to me like you're sucking a rancid cock. 
Yeah. And 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 that should stop because they just horrible horrible uh, company as they're trying to pander. Like, do you remember how good you love Dragon Age? Dragon Age Day, which was this past um this past week. Nobody didn't care. Was it? Yeah, it was this past Wednesday. You want to? I mean, something? N Seven Day was like super random nothingness. Yeah, here's the thing though. I feel if you ain't got shit to give us, I'm sorry, Bioware. Don't show. Don't don't go celebrating the fucking day. Because here's the thing. Nobody will give a fuck about Anthem. I don't. I didn't buy it. I'm still spooning Mass Effect and Dragon Age. <laughs> and drama is like a one-night stand. I'm still trying to wash off. But then all of a sudden you go back to it because there's some little speck of it that you that you actually like. <laughs> and then once again, after that one-night stand, said one-night stand with Dragon Age Andromeda, you still got to wash the stink off you. See, he likes it so much he just called it Dragon Age Andromeda. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> I'm, I'm I had to delete Andromeda from my drive, so I wouldn't want to play it. Here's the thing that you bought it. You 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 did a disservice to your PC by downloading on your PC instead of downloading on the console. Dude, I bought it day one. Was like so I was an idiot. I was about to. I was about to buy Anthem day one. Yeah, I was too until I heard all the reviews. Here's the thing though, because I was so jaded after the whole Andromeda um situation. As soon as I saw, remember, as soon as I saw the trailer anthem, I was like, "Fuck this game!" I here's the thing, and this is all EA's fault. There shouldn't be a, a multiplayer focus on any Bioware game, not unless Bioware wants to do so. Now they did, and I did watch videos and I did see interviews of them wanting to do a multiplayer game on Dragon Age Origins. So, which means they had that in they had that in mind for a super long time. So, but not only that, it appears that it, I mean, based on what on what's been found and what people are talking about, it seems like the the main issue with um, with Anthem was that there was just a shit show going on yeah. at Bioware. Like there was this talk of the Bioware magic shit, and and they they didn't have any idea of what they wanted to do, and like ideas were floating around and not materializing into it anything and the devs didn't know like they, they like yo I, like i heard that they like like a lot of the people found out the title of the game because they saw the goddamn first demo teaser that they showed and they're like oh wait so it's called anthem now and it was like a super random ass name like nobody like why was that even the name and i mean from what i heard everybody seems to be saying that like even the the heads of bioware didn't even know what they wanted like the the idea of flying which supposedly is like the best thing on on the game was like an afterthought and i mean th honestly i mean i'm 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 as happy as anybody to to drop shit on ea but this seems like a hundred percent bioware's fault yeah yeah like they were trying to plan something that they didn't even have an idea of what it was supposed to be in the first place i remember even watching right. the first gameplay and trailers and even though the gameplay looked sick I had no idea what the fuck was going on. Here's yeah, and like, and like, you could see the reaction in people. It's like, oh, okay, so Bioware wants to make a Destiny game. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. then Bioware inside, they were like, yeah, don't talk about Destiny. We don't want to see to Destiny. We, we don't want to see Destiny. We don't want to talk about what makes Destiny Destiny. We want to make our own shit. And it's like, no, dude, you're doing this kind of game. Like, pay attention to the shit that other people have done before you so you don't fuck up the way you just did. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even The Division came out before that, and I couldn't help but compare it to that, too. Yeah. yeah. Pretty much everyone is making the same. It's like, 
Minecraft spawn Fortnite. Fortnite spawn no PUBG spawn Fortnite and then Fortnite spawn Apex and so yeah. and then it was Destiny then the Division then Anthem. Yeah. And then um uh Ghost Recon um Wildlands. Yeah. In a way. Oh, yeah, game with fire. Um so everyone's copying off of one, on one another. Um here's the thing that when you think of Bioware, you think of role pl- at role playing action you think of a role playing game. You're not thinking of an action shooter. Mm-hmm. Even even though Mass Effect is technically a shooter, it's still a role playing game in, at its core. Yeah. Um uh Jade Empire, even if it's a martial arts game, it's still a RPG at its core. Same go for um the Star Wars games they've done. Mm-hmm. Um they're all RPGs. That's what the fuck they need to stick with. I understand yeah. they want to they want to step outside the box. If they wanted to do they and that's the thing. If they perfected it with the fucking Mass Effect trilogy, you have your multiplayer portion. If you want to play with your friends, you have that you have that portion. But if you want to go through the main campaign on your own, that shouldn't have been it. Yeah. Looking at the story of Anthem, I thought of a fucking way to do Anthem. You play as you can choose any of your um, the options that they have, and you go through the whole map trying to find resources for um, and to build the town that you live in. Mm-hmm. That is it. You don't need anything else than that. And then you just have your multiplayer game where you, what they did for Mass Effect Three, whatever you unlock, whatever you get with um, with your party mates, whatever they get their um, whatever they unlock, that's theirs for their um, for their game. Whatever you unlock is yours for your game. Shit. Even on a certain level, Uncharted did shit like that too. And that was the thing. I think Naughty Naughty Dog was like, all right, we'll we'll, we'll test it out, and then that's like one and done. Yeah, because that's why they said there wasn't going to be any multiplayer for Last of Us Two. Yeah, and I'm I'm honestly okay with that. Um, but to rein it back to Borderlands, um, yeah. <laughs> you know we don't fuck Borderlands. That's that's the whole point. Of it. Fuck Borderlands. Um, out of out of this year, I'm considering Outer Worlds to be my game of the year. Yeah, that that game's been pretty sick. The shooting has been um, the first person shooting is phenomenal. Um, the banter between is this is what I want out of Mass Effect Andromeda. Yeah, that would have been a good yeah. Outer Worlds is what I want out of Mass Effect Andromeda, and is I have this is the most fun I had from a Bethesda esque game since Skyrim. Damn. That's high praise. That is high praise. Like I haven't I haven't played New Vegas, but I did download it on Game Xbox Game Pass. It was mm. alright. New New Vegas was good. I mean, it didn't feel like it brought too much new, honestly. But the thing is, though, there they have been from those who love New Vegas. I've been told like elements of New Vegas is um, embedded into Outer Worlds. Yeah. But someone who hasn't sat down and completely played a Fallout game. Like, the only thing, because um, Obsidian is still technically, I, I don't know if they're still together, but can, by the way of extension, connected to Bethesda. Yeah. Because the thing is that, I mean, what people like about New Vegas is not that it was based and it was done with the same engine and the same type of of gameplay as Fallout 3 the, what people love about New Vegas is that it was a fucking amazing story it was fucking mm-hmm. and that's what i'm saying um, about Outer Worlds the story is yeah. awesome yeah 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 um, it yeah. is hilarious it is entertaining the characters are super interesting it is fun it is a lot more fun than fucking Fallout 4 was yeah 
And if you play, if you have Pavardi in your squad, in your squad, she technically reminds me of Tally. She never, she never leaves my squad. Pavardi is like always there. Yeah, <laughs> she's she is my Garrison Tally. Ellie is like like a very sarcastic Rex. Nice, but as a doctor. Hmm. Um, Nakia is the powered uh, is the powered version of Rex, but. She has, uh, no, she's, I hate, to, I hate to use Vega, but she has the drinking of Vega, if you played Mass Effect 3, <laughs> and she has the fighting style of Rex. Okay. See, I can make, I, can, I like those comparisons, but I, this is what I want out of Mass Effect game. Now, people are complaining about there's no roma, romance options in Outer Worlds. That's fine. I don't need to play a game that always needs the romance options. Yeah, it doesn't always need it. Like, it, it is fun, but it's not necessary. <laughs> like, people's like, oh, Ellie could have totally been with um, your character. True. <laughs> that is actually true. If you really, like, if you look at the, like, the um, the dialogue options, you can kind of could tell. They would be like, if, if Obsidian did do that, you can see Ellie and the captain um, being together. Totally not coming this February. Romance uh, pack for the Outer Worlds. <laughs> I want a new game plus from Outer um, from Outer Worlds. I don't want. I yeah, don't, that needs to that needs to be a thing. Because I'm like, I don't want. I want to replay it, but I don't want to replay it and knowing that all my stats are just like, like I wanted to go like a complete 100 on everything, but knowing that I can't do a new game plus to do that, I have to replay it and then like focus all my stats. It takes a long, super long time to get anything to um, fifty. I don't know. If, uh, I don't know about anybody else other way they play, but it takes a super long time just to get to fifty on each of the attributes, <laughs> and then after that, then you can start focusing on what do you want specifically, um, your your perk points to go to. <laughs> but then when you get more deeper into the game and more harder enemies. You're not. You no longer want to start focusing on your speech. You don't want to start focusing on stealth. You want to focus on like, oh, I need to get through this um, this enemy. Especially what and I, what I like about this, it all depends on your choices as you go through, though. Yeah, I know. For me, my mm-hmm. early game was very heavy in like speech, very heavy in speech and uh, bartering. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, science a lot actually. I've I've actually never felt the need to leave the speech train. Honestly, like. With the way that you can upgrade weapons, I have never felt the need to actually raise my my weapon level beyond like twenty. Okay. Hmm. So. Go ahead. Yeah. Even like also, mind you, I haven't finished the game yet. Oh, I, I, and, that's why I have to say. Yeah, I've, I'm I've, still I've, super early. I I passed it. I'm not, I'm not gonna spoil it, but I've been playing it like um, like a fiend. <laughs> yeah, that, and then um, I was playing it like I'm um, Captain Reynolds of Fire um, yeah. from Firefly. So I was playing it like there would be like some in- instances where I'm the smartest one in the group, and then there'd be some <laughs> instances where I'm like, all right, like there was like specific dialogue options where it's something that I would normally would say. Uh-huh. Like um, there was one where it was like, "Do I look fucking stupid to you?" And I was <laughs> like, "That is something I would fucking say." <laughs> I was like. I'm literally looking around my room like, is there any fucking Skynet cameras in here? Like, that is something I would say to someone who I think, like, they think I'm stupid. I'm like, no, motherfucker. It don't sound right. <laughs> like, come on. 
<laughs> like, uh, or later one. The dialogue spoke to you. Yeah. And like, there was one where it was like, I need you to do this. It was like, you can do this for me. It was like, oh, everybody has a fucking fetch quest. Yeah. Oh, I remember that one. I was like, I remember that one. Thank you. The fucking, I love the inside jokes where you know the developers know, all right, we're making them do a fetch quest. Let's give you that dialogue option, like, oh, another fucking fetch quest. Yeah, yeah. Like, what do you want me to do? <laughs> and I, I love the idea that, because it's an option, like, other people that really aren't that into it, or, yeah. like, really don't want to care about that kind of yeah. stuff, they're just like, what the fuck is that? No, what? And then they choose something else. But they put it in there for the people that know. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> I know. When that started, when I first started the game, and I met that dude um, at the town of um, Emerville, mm-hmm. that graveyard guy. Oh, Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, as soon as he's like, can you do this for me? I was like, in my head, I was like, a fucking fetch quest? And I was like, and I literally clicked, I can't do that for you, bye. Because <laughs> he wanted you to like, literally go around and tell people. And it was the absurdity. And I made sure to pick options, like, tell me what your profession is. Mm-hmm. You literally want me to go around town to tell people to pay for people who's already dead, put in the ground, to pay you to make sure they stay in the ground. <laughs> like what? And like right off the bat, I was already like, "Fuck the board." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right but it was. It, it's funny though because it's. It. I mean, even though it may not appear to be very interesting, they actually managed to make it like super compelling. Yeah, like once you go like, through the quest line, yeah. like everybody that you meet is actually pretty interesting. Even though it is annoying, like I, I, it took me like a good twenty hours to actually get that quest done. But when I did, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I see that. I mean, it didn't take that much from me, and and it, I saw some cool people. Yeah, and remember that uh, we were talking about this, like, you didn't even get an option when you walked out of um, one of the person's houses yep. to, to give the drugs to, like, a different person. Yeah, I didn't get that option. Yeah, he, yeah, he, he uh, I, when I played it, um, it as like, soon as I stepped out. I want to say, so, like, the first five hours of the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As soon as I stepped out of that house, somebody else came up to me and was like, hey, that guy's, like, that guy is delusional. You need to give me the drugs, or like basically, it was a it was a different option for the ending of that quest. Yep. Yo, like the 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 moment where that game sold me completely was when like there is this random mission where like there is this this one option that sounds like a joke that is like you're trying to find out some formula for some chemicals or some shit, and it's like oh. Like I thought that you were doing like uh, like uh, I don't know like some secret rocket fuel or something because it uh, turns out that what they're actually doing is like some random as like the toothpaste or something like yeah. that and the dude is like the dude is like oh well I mean with this with the specific configura- configuration then you may actually be able to pull off something like that and then hours later when you're actually fulfilling that contract. You go to somebody else, and if you have, like, science and lying high enough, you can be like, oh, actually, I found the plans for some secret rocket fuel shit. <laughs> <laughs> did, who did you give the, um, the toothpaste to? Um, I gave the toothpaste to the lady, to the... I don't remember her name. For them to give it to Spacer's Choice? I didn't give spacer's choice no so i gave it to the to the lady that you have to yeah, like she, the, she the gives, one who asks you to go to that planet because yeah, she gives you the option um you tell her and then give if you have if you talk to the um the, the moon-headed dude for spacer's choice 
Mm-hmm. Um, they don't remember um, in that dialogue. You don't have any toothpaste, and it was like, no, we don't have. Um, we've been thinking about making experimental toothpaste, but they didn't. So when I went to <laughs> um, when I turned in that um, that um, those plans, I told her, won't you give the plans to Spacer's Choice? Which in turn, you go back to the moon-headed dude, and he's like, yo, thank you for the um for the um the specs for the toothpaste. So when your low screen comes up. It'll say Spacious Choice Diet um, Toothpaste. Diet yeah. Toothpaste. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what that's the research. Diet toothpaste. You hungry? Or you just just wash your teeth. Yeah. So I was like, and I like the fact that your choices affect your um your um loading screen. Your loading screen. Yeah. Which is kind of fucking awesome. Cause I was like, holy shit! I was like, this. Is Do the they? Summer. Yeah. How? The like um, what did you choose um? After you left um, Emeraldville, did you choose to give the power to the people who live outside the town or to the people who live in, inside the cannery? Uh, I gave it to the cannery. If you know, if you since you gave it to the cannery, your your um your your screen card um when it loads will be tailored to you gave it to the town. For me, since I gave the power to the town outside of Emeraldville. It mm-hmm. says a stranger, um, a stranger in these lands, um, like ruined, um, ruined the town of Emeraldville, and you mm-hmm. see like a silhouette of the captain leaving the um, the town. Oh damn! <laughs> yeah. So it, it shows you those choices um, that you make. Very interesting. Subtly. Yeah. Um, did you get? Um, how far are you in the end though? Because I got this special suit after coming into um, Byzantium. No, I so I'm, right now I'm in Byzantium and uh, I'm so here's the thing, right? The reason why I haven't finished it is because I've been I've been so in love with the game and I've have, I've been having so much fun that I've actually and I I did this a hundred percent by accident, but I started completing like every single side quest <laughs> on any given planet that I would land. Yeah, I did before the same thing to the next one. I yeah. did say, but I I, I, I speed rushed everything. Though. That's why I'm still in Emerald, because <laughs> I'm still doing all the fucking quests or side quests. I, I I speed I speed ran through everything. Um, I got I'm on um I already well obviously I already passed the game. When I was on Byzantium, I went to the tailor shop that you go to for Parvati, who she needs um an outfit for her date for July. So I got a fetch quest to get my own self a suit. It's called the Chimera suit. It's a red, it like a red velvet suit. Um, and it shit looks nice. The stats on it is also awesome. Really? Yes. Cool. But you'd be going all over fucking Monarch just to get the um, everything for the set suit. Um, yeah, because you have to like model the suits. Like you have to get suits from like every faction and model yeah. it for the for the lady. It's, yeah, so, it's, oh, wow. it's annoying. Yeah, first that's like to... the one quest that I haven't done because this is like, oh yeah, Jesus, first you have it's to gonna model... be so fucking annoying. You have to model Iconoclast, um, Marauder, and Sp- uh, Spacer Choice. Ah, oh, okay. And then after you model those three different out- um, outfits, then you have to go to Monarch and you have to get Manti Queen and the Rant. Uh, I want to say Rancors. Okay. Um, their um their skins and then um. Oh, and the um those big gorilla looking um things. You need to get oh, the, le- the leather off of those. Ten at that. Oh my god. Then go back to her and she'll make your suit. 
But then after you go to her, this is going to be a, a spoiler right here. By the time you go back to her to get your suit, she was she's murdered. Oh, uh, boy. But you can still get your suit, though. All you have to do is go into her office and take the suit. Oh, okay. So she finished it, at least. She finished it. But she still, she dies because she's, and what the board says, she's been um, expressing radical thinking that is not in line. I was like, that's another reason why I'm killing the board. Damn. <laughs> I was like, okay. I wanna, I, I, I wanna finish the game just so I can go back and, and see what happens if you like give up. Uh, what's his name? Of the um, the scientist. Um, yeah. I forgot. Because you can like you can like give him up straight yeah. off the bat. Yeah, Ravi can give him up. I'm like, I'm not gonna do that because he. Technically woke us up and kept us from exploding and that that being woken up. So I'm yeah. like, I'm not gonna give him up like that. Yeah, I I heard of a different ending that I'm pretty sure happens like when when you give him up. So I'm like, I'm, I'm I'll probably look on YouTube to see who did that. Yeah, I think <laughs> yeah. it's part of that. I think it's part of the ending of that speedrun thing I was telling you about. Yeah, because um, it's that's on the level giving him up, giving that scientist up is like on the level for me. You can make Cassandra a drunk, and she completely hates you throughout Inquisition. <laughs> that is on the level for me. And then Alistair leaving in Origins and becoming a drunk in Dragon Age 2. Damn. So, no, I'm not doing that. Scientists helped me out. The scientists technically gave me powers. <laughs> the only person who is an asshole is fucking Ada, the ship. <laughs> <laughs> I told her I'm Captain Decker. Captain Decker. I'm taking the name from Blade Runner. So my name was Decker. <laughs> no. Your name is Captain Hawthorne. Look, bitch. <laughs> and she even and look, she even slips and calls and um says she has the choice to call you by your real name, but she chooses not to. <laughs> so that tells you that fucking AI is an asshole. Well, I wonder I wonder what happens if you set up your name as Hawthorne. I, I set up my name as Hawthorne, and I have a good relationship with her. Oh, because really? Because you recognize that motherfucker. Yeah, I'm a, I'm, I might have to do a second playthrough now just to see this. <laughs> yeah, because it's like right when you meet her, right? Like you have the option to tell her, like, no, my name is this, or or I get you, right? Yeah. And I told her, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm ca- Captain Hawthorne. And it's like you could tell it was one of those moments, like it was. It, it reminded me of that moment in iRobot. When Sonny looks at him and just gives him a wink, like when he's holding uh, uh, what's it, Calvin by by the gun. Yeah, I felt like I had that moment with Ada. <laughs> no, the only thing is that it made, that weirded me out is if you um, if you activate Sam and she he starts cleaning everything, she gets like <laughs> uh, in her own way a fucking orgasm. <laughs> like, I, I remember like coming back onto the ship and I'm just hearing her like, what the fuck. Oh, because Sam's cleaning inside? Yeah, and I'm like, <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> I wish it was done. That's never happened to me. Oh, you... Do you have Sam in your party? Uh, I mean, I activated him. I just haven't used him. Just much. wait when you go back onto the ship. You'll, hear, you'll see Sam cleaning the, um, the deck, and then she's going to start talking to Sam like this, clean this spot, and in a very seductive way. <laughs> <laughs> in her robotic seductive way you'll be like you're not like Edie 
That's funny. Look, like, goddamn. All right, so I did find one thing newsworthy in our little discussion. This is kind of this is gonna be on the DC Universe rap rant. Ooh. So DC has released a new teaser for the Star Girl TV series, which will be out spring twenty twenty. But here's the thing, though. Several hours later, which be now, DC has removed the first teaser for Stargirl. What? Which makes no sense. Yeah, why? Doesn't give a reason why, they just took it off. Maybe maybe it wasn't actually ready for showing. Maybe it was the right cut? Here's the thing, though. If DC Universe is... It is like... The teaser and the description for Stargirl um, have been removed at the request of DC Entertainment. Otherwise, the article appears as it originally was published below. Hmm. So, the sh- here's the tagline for the show. DC Universe Stargirls follows Courtney Whitmore, a high school student who discovers her stepfather was once the, uh, who once served as a sidekick to the superhero Starman. Courtney becomes the new wielder of Starman's cosmic staff in order to usher in a new era of super- superheroes as Stargirl. The series will feature multiple other DC characters, including members of the Justice Justice Society of America and Injustice Society. Ah, so this is the universe of the JSA. Yes. Ah. But it also will include characters. Um, apparently, it's going to be involved in the same universe as Titans. Really? Yes. And I already have my own little rant. on. D- this is going to be a DC universe rant, a rant as well. Uh, let me sit in. Um, <laughs> this really makes no sense. Like, you want people to see this show... Bad enough, they said this show would be on the CW concurrently with um, the DC Universe app. Okay. I said rap. App. Mm -hmm. Damn, I'm hungry. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, It really, like, first off, it starts, it will start back with Titan season one. They filmed um, their season finale, um, their two part season finale. And they're supposed to end off with him as Nightwing. No, they scrapped that, and it ends off the season one with Nightwing being possessed by um, Trigon, Raven's father, and him killing Beast Boy. Don't worry, Beast Boy comes back to life in um, season two, but still. <laughs> um, oh, then God. Swamp Thing gets canceled after after the first episode. Yeah, what was all that about? I still don't know. I'm still fucking confused off of that. And now Stargirl, <laughs> which is technically supposed to be out this past November with um, Harley Quinn, but Harley Quinn is already out, but Stargirl got pushed to spring 2020. Now, they haven't said why they're pushing it back. The only thing that's, that ever came out for Stargirl was the fact that they're re-editing it so it can also be featured on the CW. Could that be why... Could that maybe be why they took it down? Maybe they put up the version that is like the teaser for the the DC one specifically and not the one that's been edited for both? I don't know. I, I really and, then, and here's the thing though Warner Brothers and DC are not as us, as per usual not coming out and saying anything about it hmm. Hmm. so it's like do you even want your shit to be like you do you want your even want this fucking app to be successful it doesn't seem like it they're doing a lot of counterproductive shit <laughs> like this is why I don't like Marvel nor DC anymore hmm. it's the shit that they fucking do and and I'm and, I hate to call people sheep, but fuck it. These sheep <laughs> are just like sheeple. Are just like just just 
eating every fucking thing up that they they're coming out with, like like it's fucking rose uh, rose colored glasses. No, take those fucking glasses off, and just like demand better from these fucking companies. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like they're starting to push out whatever they can, just so that way they can continue to merchandise. Like, what the fuck? And like, also when I mentioned um, about Titans, you had Matt Boomer and Brendan Fraser recording fucking thing scenes for fucking Titans season one. We wouldn't see them in the season finale going against um, Trigun. Like. We and we don't get to see it, and then don't get me started on fucking Elastic Girl. There is nothing elastic about fucking last and Doom Patrol ain't no better. <laughs> Here's the thing: I Doom, mean, Doom Patrol is a good show. The only person who's fucking good on the whole show is um, Crazy Jane, because the actress is fucking awesome. Yeah. The reason why I have a problem, with, I have a bone to pick with Doom Patrol. You name the character Elastic Girl, and she's called as such besides her actual fucking name. She's the fucking blob. She's not Elastigirl. <laughs> and seeing and then looking at interviews with um, Jeremy Carver, who's over Doom Patrol, or the, those who's over Titans, they're like, we want to build these characters to the, those you know them as from the comic books. We're already on season two of Titans. None of these fucking characters remind me of any of the fucking comic characters. No, not at all. Um, Doom Patrol, it, it probably won't be out till 2021 because of the amount of effects but they said over the course of season one you'll see the character like no last the girl is not what who i i remember from the comics especially mm-hmm. hell doom doom patrol first came out they got killed off at the end i'm um, like robot men they got fucking killed off at the at the end of their um, like issue run mm. like every time they came out they always get killed off <laughs> so it's always a different version of the doom patrol that we end but up it's, it's the same characters but it's like a different situation oh uh, okay but they always end up dying <laughs> yeah um, now currently, they are. <laughs> currently they're still alive. They're alive. Mm-hmm. Crazy Jane is part of the team. Mm-hmm. Um, and those who want to correct me, go right ahead. Desi Sept on Twitter and Instagram, correct me. I don't mind. I want to um, see your DMs by the end of the week. <laughs> <laughs> nobody, nobody, nobody does DM me. <laughs> I mean, it just seems to me. It just seems to me like DC is still thinking that just because they're trying to be like a darker Marvel. Yeah. I, I it's just think, gonna work out for them, and it just, just think, doesn't work like that. I don't think they're trying to be like Marvel. I think they're what they're trying to do is um, what they what Nolan did with um, his movie, his Batman movies, and in a way, by extension, Man of Steel. Pretty much anything in the now defunct DCEU, try to ground it as much as possible, but still try to keep the essence of said characters. Mm-hmm. The thing is that the the, the thing is that I mean. Nolan's movies, they were just grounded. Yeah. They weren't dark. I mean, it was a it, it was a Batman as as real as Batman could be in the real world. That's it. That's all yeah. Nolan did. Yeah, and, in a way, yeah. Yeah. And the problem is that DC like the rest of the DCEU is nothing like that. It, it, it's just it, it's just at, superheroes you, with the darker palette. Here's the thing, though. If you look at the DCEU, they did try to ground Superman into some form of like realism, besides him being an alien. Mm-hmm. They did try. They did try to do that with Wonder Woman, and then when Wonder Woman came out, her own movie came out. She was very fantastical. Mm-hmm. Finally, mm. when Aquaman came out, he was fantastical. When the Flash, uh, Flash is based in science, so that's fine. Um, Cyborg, um, they took his 
origin of New 52. So that's he's the only one that's different. He he doesn't. Mm. I'm trying to remember. Is he using the mother box in that one? In the New 52 version of Cyborg, he's part of the mother box. Okay. Yeah. So they did that. I, I don't even fucking like that version of Cyborg. I like the fact that he was a science prodigy, but who he loved football. Yeah. That was his thing. Yeah. His father kept him from it. Okay, that would be the one aspect of Doom Patrol I actually like. Doom Patrol took that classic cyborg and it brought him into the show. But in follow me here, Titans, Beast Boy has Cyborg's attitude. He feel like an outsider. He don't feel like anyone can understand him. Mm-hmm. And he's and Beast Boy is always dark brooding and he doesn't crack a joke. This is mm-hmm. this version of Beast Boy. Which is not the version of Beast Boy I want. What honestly. everyone knows about. Yeah. Cyborg on Doom Patrol is acting like Beast Boy. Always um, wants to be a hero. Um, cracking jokes. Always trying to find the bright side and everything. Now the bright side everything, yes, that is of course a Cyborg. But Cyborg always felt like he's... And they touched on a little bit where he feel like he's isolated but not full on. He's like he has Beast Boy's tendencies. Hmm. Which makes no sense for yeah. that. Like Cyborg fits more with Titans than Beast Boy does. <laughs> what they should have done kept Beast Boy with fucking Doom Patrol for like a good two seasons, and then hop him over into Titans. Because hmm. Titans need some fucking level levity, and it doesn't have it at all. Mm-hmm. Doom Patrol has the levity, but the characterizations of these characters are not exactly who they who I feel. As someone who read the comics, as soon, uh, Crazy Jane was um, the only person who was new to me because I haven't read um, the current Grant Morrison books mm-hmm. and Gerard Way of My Chem and mm-hmm. Umbrella Academy. When I started reading more on Crazy Jane, I was like, okay, her character from the comic books matches super dead on to her character in the show. Mm-hmm. Especially like every form of her personality disorder. Each per- each personality has their own individual power, mm-hmm. which is fucking crazy. And I like that. But everyone else is like, it's totally not who they are and who the, who you feel they should be. I uh, still can't separate her from that neck brace and screen cleans. <laughs> I haven't seen. I've never seen screen cleans. So I wouldn't know. You, you at least look at that screen cap one of these days, and then you'll see why I can't ever separate her from that. <laughs> um, I I seen an image of her from um, Orange the New Black. Oh yeah, she's good in that. And I I can't I can't get into Orange and the New Black. Mm. Yeah. I, I I I I tried. I need to rewatch. Well, not rewatch. I need to continue. Like I think I'm only in like season four or something, and the whole series is already ending. I gotta finish. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but that's a whole mm. other thing. But it just—I don't understand what's going on with DC. Um, it's just everything that they're doing within within their company. Um, movies. I'll say this: I haven't seen. We all, none of us have seen um, Birds of Prey. And I'm I'm not gonna call it the fucking title that they gave it. I'm not gonna call it the eman. Oh, I'm just gonna I have to say it. The full title is Birds of Prey: The well, the one emancipation of the emancipation of one Harley Quinn. <laughs> That's the full name of the movie. Yeah, yeah, the Birds of Prey: the the emancipation of one Harley Quinn. That is. The That's st- weird. That not weird. It's just one of the stupidest fucking titles ever. They shoehorning a character who shouldn't, who was technically. Fuck it. 
<laughs> like you're visibly like constipated from this. <laughs> Have you, so speaking of speaking of actually good uh, superhero content, have you guys watched The Boys? Yes, I have not. I was going to talk about. I, to. I was going to talk about season two. Yeah, they announced season um, two, trailer, right? The trailer really um, released mm-hmm. on Friday. Oh my god! It was actually what a good fucking show. And I can say this: everyone is a fucking asshole. It, <laughs> man, I love that. I love a good show where every single person is a fucking asshole. Like a grade A, S plus, fucking bona fide asshole. Yes. <laughs> and and it's indicative of their characters in the comic books as well. Mm-hmm. Yes. So it's there is some things they do change. Like I tell people, if you read the comics, just be aware that there's going to be changes within the show. But if you're watching the show before you read the comic, I suggest watching the show when it's completely done it over like Preacher. I had a friend, I told her, do, I told, not her, I told him, do not um, read anything Preacher until after the series ends. Then read um, Preacher comics so you have the difference between the comic and the show. If you yeah, go so from... You told me too. <laughs> so if you go from the comics to the show... While you're watching at the same time, you're gonna. I feel your experience is gonna change. You're gonna be like, this, I mean, why, this is not in here. And I'm like, um, Seth Rogen, who's bringing this is because, right quick, it's kind of Seth Rogen has brought Preacher, The Boys, and he's bringing Invincible all onto TV, which everyone deemed each one of these three not able to be filmed or done. And Seth Rogen and his writing partner, Evan Goldberg, has found a way. They found a way. So which is like, like, of all people, Seth Rogen, a superhero producer. You know, I'm not is... mad at it. <laughs> this, is, this is actually the first time I've heard that this is actually a comic book. I had no idea. I thought this was originally really? just an idea that they you. had. I have, I, I, I have failed as the host of anything if I, if I didn't tell you The Boys was a comic book. The Boys is definitely a comic book. It's a comic book. It's, and it's out there. Super. That is amazing. Super out there. I'm, I'm that is I, amazing. I'm, I'm going to have to tell you, you watch when the series, whenever the series ends, then read the comics. Who's the publishing house mm. that, uh, that has the comics for The Boys? DC Vertigo. Really? Yeah. Actually, so the actually, boys is a DC is a DC comic. It's a Damn. Vertigo comic. Oh. That's what DC one wants to make very clear. It's a Vertigo comic. It's not a DC mm. comic. Mm. But here's the thing, though: Vertigo is now de- <laughs> defunct, so it's technically back to DC. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So who is it now? DC being like the, the, DC being DC being like yeah, you know that good shit that you are enjoying that you're actually enjoying. Yeah, we didn't do that. We just did all of this fucking garbage. <laughs> Essentially, yeah. Us, we don't do cool shit. We just do shit that pisses you off. <laughs> And the shit that's supposed to piss you off that you actually like, yeah, we didn't do that. <laughs> but um, yeah, um, I can't wait for the boys season two. I didn't know um, Huey is the son of Dennis Quaid. Just because you have the last name Jack Quaid doesn't necessarily mean you're related to that person. You just happen huh. to have the same last name. But yeah, and Meg Ryan is his mom. Oh, interesting. I was like, whoa, wow. 
Like damn, they be- <laughs> it's like learn something new. I can't. I, I just picture that monologue from uh, from The Incredibles. It's just like Mr. Incredible and the little ones. They got busy. <laughs> it's Jason. a whole family of actors. <laughs> Where have happened to Jason Lee? Jason Lee. Wait. Um. Oh wait. Why do I remember that name? Oh My yeah. My name is Earl. My He's name is voice. Earl. He's the voice of Syndrome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh crap! I forgot about that. Yeah. The last time I saw Jason Lee, he like he posted this video of him busting his um, and I know it's gonna sound like gibberish, but if you're a skater, you know it. This front side, um, this front side grind in downtown LA, like last year. That did sound like gibberish to me. <laughs> like, like he was showing that he still got it in terms of being a skater. He, you know, he's still technically a professional. Oh, okay. As you soon know, as you, okay, front side grind. As soon as you say skater, it's a move. Okay, fuck. <laughs> and here's the thing, you know he's technically Jason Lee's still technically a professional skateboarder. Wait, he was a skateboarder? Yeah. Before he did um Mall Mall Rats. Yeah, huh. before he did Mall Rats, he was a prof- he's a he still is a professional skateboarder. I did not know that. Yeah, around the era of um Tony Hawk, um actually No, Tony Hawk was actually is actually older than Jason Lee by a couple of years. I wanna say around early to mid 90s late mm. 80s to mid 90s was his era of skateboarding huh okay. so he's actually he was right right around the time mike v was started come out coming up in the 90s oh, as a professional okay. skateboarder huh interesting i did not know that there is your little um your look your little now inside knowledge <laughs> inside knowledge with desi Ding. but uh <laughs> but yeah jason lee is still technically even if he hasn't skated he's still technically a professional skateboarder I mean, if you haven't skated in forever, can you still technically call yourself professional? But here's the thing, though. If you go on his um, Instagram, he still technically posts skate videos of uh, him now still skating. Okay, then never mind. <laughs> and he still owns the company um, Stereo Skateboards. Really? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so he's, he's, so he's still technically within the skateboarding community. It's just he's not as active as he once was. Oh, okay. That's cool. That's really cool. Yeah. I'm glad to see that he's still doing something, honestly. Because <laughs> I really liked him in My Name is Earl. But, like, the last thing I remember him in, and it's, like, it's not a good thing to remember him in, was, like, the Alvin and the Chipmunks movies. Uh, we, don't, we don't bring that up on here. We, we, don't, <laughs> we don't bring that up on here. Um, last bit of news story. We have the official title of Ghostbusters is Ghostbusters Afterlife. It, um, it's, it's, it's slowly growing on me. It's not a bad title. It's not a bad title, but it's growing on me. Like I said, it's growing on me. I'm not, I don't outright hate it. Mm-hmm. It's growing on me. Okay, okay. Uh, what does your uh, Ghostbusters fanboy tell you? Actually, here's the thing. Like Birds of Prey, since I only for Birds of Prey, we've seen a trailer. Mm-hmm. I have, and I can't, here's the thing. Nobody should not assess anything until they see the actual full movie. Right. That's always a good uh, a good assessment. I always try to make it a, a very specific point to watch the first trailer and yeah. not watch any other trailers. But um, <laughs> they did come out with um, the premise of the movie, though. Okay. Lay so, it on me. Ghostbusters is... Actually, I got to find it. <laughs> I can keep talking until I find it. Yeah. Uh, did, you, did you actually play the uh, Ghostbusters video game at all? <clears throat> Marek? <laughs> Me? Yeah. No. I have never... 
I've never consumed anything Ghostbusters, anything? to be absolutely honest. Not even the first movie? <sighs> anything. <coughs> what? Okay, yeah, well, I never least, watched it. At least watch the first movie. Because <laughs> that even if it's not like a Ghostbusters thing, that is just classic cinema at this point, too. <laughs> That's what I've heard. And honestly, I've... I've been meaning to watch like the whole the, like the whole series mm-hmm. I've, well, I've, I've always wanted to know what the whole buzz was about was about yeah well, honestly you like have you seen the original movie either not even no yeah what the fuck <laughs> maybe when i was like a super confused. little kid maybe but no i don't think so i, I, I think i'd remember have you at least seen the car at universal <laughs> I have. I mean, I know the. I like. I I know the Ghostbusters brand. Mm-hmm. Um, I even watched. I, I I remember watching maybe a couple episodes of the animated show at okay. some point when I was when I was very young. Well, that's still good. Um, yeah, but as far as the movies goes, nope. Never watched any of them. Didn't even watch the the all female reboot. Um, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, I would say watch the first one. Then it's, <laughs> I mean, I would, I would talk about it more, especially since it's already been so long. Nobody cares about a spoiler warning. But if you haven't watched it, watch it, dude. It's legitimately good. Okay, so here's the basic premise uh, from Entertainment Weekly: um, Ghostbusters Afterlife will star um, Avengers: Infinity War, Endgame, and The Leftovers. Carrie Coon as Callie. Um, uh, Kelly's father was one of the apparently is one of the original Ghostbusters, but we don't know officially which one just yet. Um, McKenna Grace from *Hunting of Hill House* um, is Phoebe, who is a sciency child. Um, Finn Wolfhart from *Stranger Things* is Trevor, the gearhead of the family. Hmm, I like uh, that kid. <laughs> um, her, her and her kids. Which one is um, that? Uh, the one that was also in uh, it. it Richie, from it. Yeah, Richie from it. Or Finn I didn't watch. It. I didn't watch it. Did Either you watch Stranger Things? Wait, 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 time out. You haven't seen part one or two. No, I, I did tell you that I am a little girl when it comes to uh, when it comes to horror movies. You didn't even see the trailer. No. Okay. Did you watch Stranger Things? If he says he's a I little did. girl, if yes, he... I oh, did you, watch. Oh, Stranger you can see say, you can see Stranger Things, but you won't watch it. <laughs> Yeah, as I'm saying. Okay, it's the it's no, the, no, 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 no. We, as we going. <laughs> the kid that's friends with uh, Eleven, like the that like uh, Mike. Yeah, Mike. All right. Are we still going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey. I like I like du- I like Dustin more. <laughs> but okay. say, as the family arrives at an old farm in Oklahoma, they begin to discover their connection to the original Ghostbusters. Trevor and Phoebe are about to find out who their grandfather was and whether they're ready to pick up the proton packs themselves. Um, in its place where they um, they are fa- in this place where they find the remnants of their grandfather's past, including the Ecto One and a familiar device that reads per- on psychokinetic energy, the PKE meter. Mm-hmm. Um, actor Logan Kim um, plays one of Phoebe's um, classmates who help her inst- um, investigate new mysteries within the town. Paul Rudd plays Mr. Gooberson. As a kid, he was living in New York during the Manhattan Cross Rift. For you who don't know Mauricio, 
is when the first movie, when the first Ghost, first Ghost, Ghostbusters movie, nineteen eighty four, the cross rip is when the Stay Puft Mar- Stay Puft Marshmallow Man came out of nowhere from the dimensional um, cross rip and, and materialized and terrorized Manhattan. It went all Godzilla up in New York. Sounds sounds like a very important event in the drama. Yes. Yeah. Um. So Paul Rudd's character was a kid during that time. Huh. Which hmm. makes which which would make sense because Paul Rudd is in his fifties. So they're they're uh, keeping the original timeline then. Yes. That's gonna be hmm. cool. Um. Are they gonna use? Uh, are any of the original Ghostbusters gonna be part of the movie? Funny you say that. Bill Murray, Ernie Hudson, Dan Aykroyd, and Sigourney Weaver are all set to return. What? What? Man, I love Bill Murray. Who doesn't at this point? So it's either. I feel. It's Harold Ramis's character, Egon, is probably the grandfather of the kids. Mm, that and, would make sense. And Carrie Coon is his daughter. Because they did say in the, um, in the article that she doesn't even know her own father as well. Oh, okay, yeah, there's a good chance then. So I wouldn't be surprised, and I said this before, I wouldn't be surprised if Egon had, as I, did, I, remember, I remember saying, I think Egon is asexual. He probably wouldn't have sex if it wasn't something related to science that he need, he wants to find out. <laughs> like seriously, if you play the original Ghost, if you play the Ghostbusters game, if you watch the two movies, everything he's done has to have a cause and effect. Yeah. What if one of his science experiments was? What if I father a child, but I am not there? How will that child grow up to be? Um, how that person will grow up? What the what the kind of person that person would be? But since he died, he never gets to see that, which means this person, this person who could be their kid, never met them. Hmm. So, which means since you have the original three Ghostbusters and Sigourney Weaver coming back, maybe it's a way for the kids and her to know who he was as a as um as a person, and maybe if it gets another one after this one, maybe some way they can be there. Um, er- they're the new ones. I will say this. This is going to be Bill Murray's one and done in the Ghostbusters movie. Yeah, probably. I wouldn't see him returning in a sequel to this. If this movie does well, if Ghostbusters Afterlife does well, I could see Ernie Hudson, Dan Aykroyd returning, being like uh, surrogate grandfathers to the um, to the new um, new kids. I would like that. I like Ernie Hudson. Dude still has, um, I think he's in his 70s. He's still fucking running, running around like... Damn, dude. I know I've said this before, but I'll say it again. I actually really liked him in, uh, what was it? Um, oh, crap. What's it? The the show with um, Jane Fonda and what's her name? It's on Netflix. Uh, their husbands fall in love with each other. I can't remember the name now. Oh, Frankie and... Um... Frank, uh, Grace and Frankie. There you go. Yes. <laughs> I haven't seen this. I wouldn't know. Yeah, he's really good in that. He's really good. I mean, it's a it's a you know it's a drama it's a drama show. It's not really like a science fiction or anything. From, but he's really good. From in that. the like clips it. I've seen, it seemed more like a drama. It might be a lot more like a comedy than a. Oh drama. yeah, it is a comedy, but it's it at its heart, it is a drama filled with comedy. <laughs> it's like when someone told me I should watch um, the fabulous Miss Maisel. I'm like, the fuck? Yeah. Just because Zachary Levi is on the show. He is. Yeah. Oh. I'm like, no. I honestly wanted to watch that show just for Tony Shalhoub. <laughs> I got Monk for that. I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm cool with that. Um, what about you, Mal? You got anything you want to 
put into the table. I heard that one of the original Ghostbuster dudes uh, went like crazy or some shit, starting making like some uh, that's Dan like like tequila that's Dan or some yeah, some shit like that. Once again, that's Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> yeah. But I don't think he went I crazy. Saw a video, I saw a video of him promoting his tequila. I was like, man, this dude was a Ghostbuster? Man, he really went ham on that shit. <laughs> yep. Oh, actually... Um, That's the low point of um, the Ghostbuster fan. Speaking of like promoting uh, alcohol, <laughs> um, did you guys hear that uh, Ryan Reynolds got that chick from the Peloton ad to promote his aviation gin? Let's, let's, let's like know um, I know anything about that. Who's this woman? I have not watched legit watch TV, even with all the streaming apps I have. Mm-hmm. I have not le- legit watched anything in three months. <laughs> so, or nor surfed. I've mentioned this before. I am an artist. I focus on work and then try to get shown throughout my city, which means entertainment. If it's not directly given to me, I don't know shit. So this one. I'm hearing uh, uh, someone told me this actor is getting shit, and he only been on the screen for 15 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> what yeah. is this? Because you, well, you sound the, like you know more than that. Yeah. Well, the whole thing. Well, the whole thing is not necessarily just against the actor. It's more against Peloton as a company in general. Okay. Because everybody's calling it like a very sexist ad and stuff. Because the the main thing of the ad, the way it starts, and the way that the reason that guy's getting heat is because it's like they have the scenario set up to where on Christmas Day. The husband's leading the wife down to the, you know, the Christmas tree or whatever, and he gives her a Peloton bike for uh, for Christmas. What's a Peloton bike? For those of you that don't know, it's basically like, uh, it's a stationary bike, like a stationary in-home exercise bike that comes with like a Billy, like, Blanks Tybo tablet So let that's kind of like soul cycling on demand. Let me guess. They're coming after this company and the guy who's only been on screen for 15 seconds. Mm-hmm. Because apparently he wants his wife to be healthy or skinny. But she's already rail thin. Like, she's already athletic and hot. (laughs) So it's just like, okay, so that's part of it, right? That's part of it. But the reason I'm saying that Ryan Reynolds got the chick is because the rest of the ad, that's like the first 15 seconds, but the rest of the ad is like her taking a video diary every day of her using the bike. And then, like, it's her talking to her husband, and that's what she, at the end of it, you find out she gives that video diary to him at the next Christmas or whatever, and they're watching it together. But the whole diary is literally her just like, all right, like, starting 6 a.m., oh, God, I got to wake up. Okay, fine, my first ride. Oh, God, like this, right? Like, she's doing all of that stuff. But in every single shot, she looks like she's scared. (laughs) <laughs> like she looks like she's a hostage like it looks like an isis video where they're trying to make her read oh, her own we like thing. that reference oh shit like a lot of a lot of people were like saying shit ISIS. like that and hold on like if you keep uh if you keep it going for a second i can um, actually show you real quick matter of fact speaking of isis who've been watching archer have you been watching archer mal have i ever been watching what archer archer yeah. no i don't know what that is well, do you at least know who the Boondocks is? I mean, for this is for the sake of John Witherspoon who passed away. Do you know the Boondocks? It sounds familiar. Oh Wait, God. no, yeah, I'm pretty sure I've seen that. Oh my! Sometime. God. John Witherspoon in his grave has just turned in disgust. God damn it, Mal! You gotta get a little hot sauce on that sandwich. The late great John Witherspoon. Uh, 
Maybe what can I say? I am an uncultured swine. <laughs> no, I'm not. No, I'm not gonna say. No, <laughs> I already said. I already said enough shit on this episode. No, I'm not going down that rabbit hole. No, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> but I will say this: um, one of the things we was gonna, um, we did talk about before started start recording is PlayStation apparently. Is not including backwards compatibility. Um, um, backwards compatibility. There we go. I can't fucking talk. <laughs> it's all good. Um, That's stupid. Here's the thing, though. I'm not surprised. They didn't do that for the fucking PS4. They didn't. They yeah, they did it for the PS3, but not for the PS4. And to combat that, we got that PlayStation Now, and then we got the PlayStation Plus, where you could download free games. That was that came out on the PS2. PS3 and the PS1. Yep. So I don't. I really don't care to me, but I know you and I know Christian has their opinions. But I'll just say this: There's gonna Xbox started off with Xbox Game Pass. Mm-hmm. We're playing game. We're now. I'm playing certain strong on top of that. I'm playing Fable Two. I've never played Fable Two before. Wait, what? Well, how are you playing playing Fable Two? I'm playing it's on t- Xbox Game Pass. Game Pass. They got games from the Xbox and the X360. God damn it, man. <laughs> they uh, God damn it. They need to release that game for PC, man. Um, and um, PlayStation Now has PS1 games in, in, their, li- in their library. They even have... Um, hell, they re-released Final Fantasy VII on the PS4, which is a PS1 title. Yeah. With, yeah. And they gave it trophies. So, in a way... We really don't need the physical copies in order to play our old games because they're already now they're now digital. Mm-hmm. Anyone... Here's 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 what doesn't make sense to me though. Um, so apparently Sony supposedly has a plan for people to like upgrade to the to the PlayStation Five like really quick. Yeah, it makes no sense to me that they will have a plan such as that that would not include backwards compatibility at the very least to the PS Four. Yeah. It also doesn't doesn't make any sense to me the fact that Ghost of Tsushima, one of the most the one of the highest expected games for the PS4, is gonna come out so close to the release of the PS5, and it makes no sense to me that it would be like a cross platform in a way that they would make a version for the PS4 and the PS5. It makes a lot more sense to me that they would make a version for the PS4 and that you could also play it on the PS5, but the same version. Mm-hmm. So I like I know that there are rumors that like people are saying that some people are saying that it's going to be backwards compatible. Some people are saying that it's not going to be backwards compatible. If it isn't backwards compatible, it is stupid. And if Sony has any delusions uh, of thinking that they're going to offer something that uh, that is going to make people move faster to the PS5 and not include backwards compatibility, they either have to like sell a console that is like a hundred bucks, which is impossible. Yeah. Or they're gonna have to include backwards compatibility because I don't see any other way. Or because I mean, what are you gonna do, man? Like, are you gonna buy a game that is gonna come out like right now, and then you're gonna have to fucking give it up because the new console is coming out? Like, no, that makes no goddamn sense. Mm-hmm. But then Rockstar did the same. Rockstar did the same exact thing, though. For, um, yeah, but Rockstar five. doesn't. Rockstar doesn't make consoles, man. That's the difference. 
And 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 Sony is not Nintendo. Like Nintendo can pull that shit because Nintendo is like fucking irreverent and doesn't give a shit. Sony, <laughs> I don't. Yeah, this I mean it's true though. For the history of Nerds <laughs> Against the World, for you to say Nintendo's irrelevant, that is fucking surprising. No, no. Irreverent. Irreverent. Still, either way, <laughs> you're talking. You're still talking mad shit about a company that you was defending all through the Nerds Against the World era. And you're going to come on your return podcast. Yeah. The giant contraband robot shitting on Nintendo. I mean, that's I'm the thing, the, man. I, even though I have a Switch now, I'm not a shill. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and that's the thing. Because the thing is that Nintendo can't. Nintendo is able to pull it off because Nintendo has Mario, Zelda, and uh, that's it. They just need Mario and Zelda. And that's it. With that, they can do like they can't do a Metroid that's gonna be a, cl- a cross-platform game. They can't pull that shit. They ha- they know that if they're gonna do that, it has to be uh it has to be a main game. Like it was gonna either be a Mario game, which was gonna sell tons of fucking copies, or it was gonna be a Zelda game. Those are the two only IPs right now that can that can pull that off. A new IP like Ghost of Tsushima. Something that's gonna be risky, man. I don't think they're gonna do that. I don't think I don't think they can risk risk that. Hmm. That's as much as them saying um, PlayStation. I don't mean PlayStation. Spider Man Two is gonna be the launch title for the PlayStation Five. They canceled that though, didn't they? No, Spider Man Two is still in production. Is it? I I so I heard, I read something. That would be crazy if Insomniac canceled. They know. That's their I right now their hot title right now they got coming out. They don't have another Ratchet Clank lined up. They don't have Spiral hmm. lined up. They don't have nothing lined up. They clearly said they're working on production of Spider Man. Well, actually, they have a crew who already worked on Spider Man is going to be doing Spider Man too. So which means no. they got two different. They, they probably have a game lined up. So I my thoughts on that. I don't think Spider Man is going to be a launch title for the PlayStation Five. I hope not, honestly. Because it takes. We know we we we're not game developers, but it takes about a good three to four years for a game that's in development to actually see anything come out. And they haven't said anything. We're going to see a teaser for Spider Man at the Video Game Awards, which is happening, I think, this weekend. Mm-hmm. So I mean. The didn't the first teaser? Didn't the first teaser for the previous Spider-Man game come out like really like right after the PS4 came out, and it ended up and the actual game ended up coming out like last year, last year, this year, early this year, last year, October of last, last year. <laughs> so it's technically it's been a year since Spider-Man would be out. It'd be two years in October 2020. So hmm. I think I'm thinking we we'll, we won't see it until spring. I'll say spring summer. 2021 Mm. because spider-man came out directly after about three months after far from home came out how much you want to bet or how how likely do you think it would be wait no not far from home um homecoming yeah homecoming how how likely do you think it would be that they could possibly do a remaster or a port to the ps5 of the original spider-man or not the original spider-man but their their spider-man game right now because maybe what we're actually hearing is not necessarily, oh, they're going to release Spider-Man 2 with the PS5. Who knows? We don't really know much about it. It yeah. could just be like a rehashing, or not a rehashing, but a a update for the PS5 so that way you have something to play while you're still waiting for everything else to come out. If they have two studios working on it, they could have something, or at least a team, working on building the port to the PS5 while the rest of them are working on the actual second game, which could come out in a time frame like what you're talking about. True. That's something that I could that say would... Hmm, maybe. I don't know. That doesn't... 
that doesn't seem to make much sense to me. It wouldn't make in much a, sense, in a, but yeah, <laughs> it's the best that I can think of, at least without. It's the best explanation I can get for why we're hearing about Spider-Man right now and Spider-Man with the PS5 without necessarily mm. hearing anything about specifically Spider-Man Two. Right, because the, actually the last because the last thing I heard was like I said, like uh, I read somewhere that apparently there was like a super um uh god damn it what's the word um ambitious a super ambitious Spider-Man game that got canceled by Sony that was set up to release for the PS5. And I haven't heard anything about uh, Spider-Man 2, which I hope they release a Spider-Man 2. Spider-Man, the, the fucking Spider-Man game was fucking amazing. Yes, oh yes. Um, um, though everything I've been reading was on Spider-Man 2, the sequel to Spider-Man. I haven't read anything about hmm. the um, ambitious Spider-Man game. Hmm. Yeah. So I've been reading, uh, mainly what I've been reading was... um the sequel of Spider-Man 2 and then seeing that they are currently in production they just right now they're working on something it looks like Insomniac is just splitting up their teams focusing on games on the PS5 and then whatever Spider-Man 2 is going to be PS, a PS4 title or a PS5 and I remember them saying they can I remember seeing an interview they said they can churn out a Spider-Man game quick but it looks like they want to take their time because they say they have the engine, they have the mechanics. The only thing they, they need is just the story and um, how to frame everything. Hmm. Hmm. So they hear that out of Insomniac. That's cool, but like they, but they hear them say they want to take their time like they did on this one. That's cooler. <laughs> That's even better. Yeah. Take, take your time. And I'm also hearing that, which is totally surprising, Rockstar want to do a medieval game. What? Yes. Rockstar wants to do a medieval game? Yes, a medi- medieval, which means swords, shields, broadswords, all that shit. How would that work? Oh, I'm just man. picturing GTA with like a... I'm yeah, picturing that's, G- what, that's what they call it, oh, GTA man. with castles. I'm, I'm picturing GTA set with the, uh, with the like elements and shit of like the first Assassin's Creed game. And like... so many horse testicles. <laughs> <laughs> I, w- I wouldn't be surprised because I mean... They did do Bully, which is totally different from a Grand Theft Auto game. Eh, yeah. Um, Red yeah. Dead, um, Red Dead Redemption is technically different from a Grand Theft Auto game. It's yeah, just but the I mean, Western the core game. mechanics is... It's the core right. mechanics is there, but here's the thing, though. If you notice, some of the mechanics that was in GTA V has been incorporated and enhanced in Red Dead Redemption 2. I did notice that, some of that stuff, yeah. So whatever they're doing in Red Dead Redemption 2, like, I, I'm, I'm hearing horsing, fishing... And um, using obviously the bow and arrow is mechanics that they're working on for their next title. So I wouldn't, I, be, I wouldn't be surprised if their medieval game is what they're working on. Honestly, well, I don't know how you guys felt about Red Red Dead Redemption Two. I thought it was a good game, but I was fucking annoyed to hell by that game. Of what? Red like Dead the, well, okay, no, 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 but of the online or the story. No, not even. Like, I find the story interesting. I find the characters great. Just the... It is so simulationist, man. It's like... Oh, okay. Jesus. Like, forcing you to do things that you you feel like you should be able to... The choice of doing what you want. Man, it's like... it. it they like, took it yeah. way to the extreme, man. Like, they had a really happy medium with the first Red Dead Redemption. They took it... They took it a bit a, a bit further with the realism, uh, with uh, with GTA Five. But man, Red Dead Redemption Two is like wow! Like is 
you way like they went way way above what they needed to yeah, go it's like, like it's some of the annoying things i can think of is like hunting like like in a game it's like oh yeah i can carry 10 pelts and then like red dead redemption it's like nah you got two homie like you can yeah like you can fit what your horse can physically hold but which is cool in a way they're trying but... to they're trying to go as realistic as possible yeah, no, it is cool in a way but other times it's just like there's certain things where it's like yeah if i'm playing a game like skyrim i want to be able to think that i can actually hold all my loot because if it starts to get that real in reality i'm going to carry like two swords and nothing else <laughs> man even like fallout 4 has a survival patch a mode that you can activate that turns on all of that shit that forces you to eat and forces yeah. you to survive and does all that, that shit yeah, yeah i mentioned fallout 4 because what i'm saying is that you can have that shit and you can also have it not uh, you have the option like, for it, right? Give me the option. Like, if I wanna, if I wanna be a fucking masochist and and watch a a, a fucking three second cutscene every single time I skin an animal, <laughs> like, okay, fine. Give me the option. Also, by the way, please. Also, I beg you, give me the option to not do any of that because it annoys me. <laughs> I got you. So yeah, I didn't finish Red Dead Redemption 2. I wish I had the spirit for it, but it broke me. It broke you like that horse. Yeah. <laughs> I was I, it broke me like that horse. I like that. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. And it didn't give didn't even give me a good boy for it. <laughs> it was the more uh, horse stick than carrot. Yeah, I I just find it funny how how um what's his name? Arthur. Mhm. It's like every time he says, mm, boy, Morgan. girl, slow girl. down, girl. See, now I got to just start playing God of War so I can get the way that he says boy out of my head. Boy. Boy. <laughs> oh, my God. I, oh, I, I know this is already like, so old. I already know this is so old. But have you have you guys seen anything of um, like Team Four Star Gaming at all? I told you, yeah, I have, but I don't, I'll go through it. Because they do, they do a Wait. whole series. Huh? Team Four Star has a gaming channel. Oh my God, they have a gaming channel. Yes, they do. And they, they not only do they have a gaming channel, they have an entire, uh, they have an entire series called Renegade for Life, where the dude that does the voice of Vegeta in all the Team Four Star Dragon Ball stuff, he he pretends to be Vegeta playing through video games. <laughs> and I like I already know this is really old for for me just because it's like it's been out forever, but I'm barely finding out about it. There's an entire one that he does of God of War, the new one. That's just fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you like any of the Team Four Star content, like that's their gaming channel is fucking awesome. <laughs> oh man, like I still think that the Dragon Ball, uh, the the Team Four Star version of Dragon Ball is the ultimate version to watch. It is easily the no easiest question. way to rewatch the series. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, like I like I, I honestly have a lot of fun with that. <laughs> but yeah, so for those of you that don't know, TFS Gaming, shout out to them. They're still making good content. And we're still looking for sponsors. And we're still looking for sponsors. Otherwise, I'm going to have to set us up a Patreon page. <laughs> no. no, that means we have to produce content in order for them to actually get anything, gain anything out of a Patreon. Nah, it's there to support if you want it. Nah. Let us know. Should we set up something? <laughs> nah. What we're gonna Man, do is. I thought end I was drunk. I'm not drunk. I'm just hungry, and <laughs> my high is coming down. And with that, we're gonna end the show right here. <laughs> Time to get some munchies, right? Oh yes. 
I, I I've been craving food for the last two. God damn, it's been two hours. Has it really? But the, we only been recording for. We're not even gonna tell you how long we've been recording either. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you everybody for listening. I'm Desi the Sif. I'm Demon Lama. And I'm Aurizio. Thank you for having me again. Welcome back to the world of recording. Hopefully, we'll see you again. Well, we'll hear you again. Here. <laughs> now, see, we're not doing YouTube. We're sticking to that. But you'll see me in your hearts. Ugh. All right, that's where we go. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. God damn you. Bye.